I felt like I was on iCarly right now. You're watching. And five, four. <laughs> I've been thoughtin' and boughtin' since I was a young little thing, okay? Oh my God, it was the most intense thing that ever happened to me. My life is a chaotic madness. <laughs> chaotic, chaotic, chaotic madness. What's up, bitches? How is everyone doing today? We have the lovely Glitter, a.k.a. Samantha Lexi. Hello. Hey, beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've known you forever, even though we literally just slid into each other's DMs like two weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe three. (laughs) About a week ago. Um, About a week ago. (laughs) You're like my first... um, um, I'm assuming you're telling people what you do for work. Oh, yeah. I've been doing this for, like, 11 years. Okay. <laughs> my first um, sex worker internet friend that I'm, like, talking to, like, you know what I mean? Oh, really? Yes. Ooh, I popped a bubble that I get the virginity okay. cherry. Oh. I'm well, very- don't worry. I- I'm a nobody, so you're okay. <laughs> no. Not in my well, book. <laughs> I know. You, like, hype me up so much, and I'm like... Girl, I'm literally like the average Joe. <laughs> like, I know more. Most of my friends are more like popping than I am. So, whenever people are like, "Oh my god," I'm like, "Really?" Like, I'm no. like, "You're popping to somebody." <laughs> Even when you like posted it on Instagram yesterday, I was like, "I mean, I am Mini Vid Award winning, but when you, know? you say it like that, <laughs> you celebrate your." Small wins and your big wins. You know what I'm saying? So true. And those are big wins. It's a big deal. You know? It definitely is. But let's let's hold that note for a second. Let everyone kind of get to know who you are. Like, tell us about you. I mean, I want to know more about you, too. What? There's so much about me. <laughs> start? Let, okay, let's start from what got you into the industry. I'm always curious about that. Okay, like, in general like sex work in general or like yeah sex sex work in general okay Okay, um well i started waitressing at um like an all nude no alcohol strip club when i was 18 okay i feel like always been in the game and then yeah i did that forever and then um i started dancing uh maybe like five i'm so bad at like um, measuring time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, when my dog got sick, however many years ago, maybe like five years ago, I started dancing. I always made really good money waitressing because Loki, we were like, I was like selling alcohol under the table. <laughs> so, <laughs> Side hustle. At a bottle service club, I'm like, I got my own little bottle service going because we're open till six in the morning. So then. Okay. So after two. We- Right. You would yeah. keep selling. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We didn't serve alcohol at all. So it was like not allowed there at all. So it was like my bottle service all night. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's pretty good. And I felt like I never needed to dance. And then my dog got really, really sick. And so I had to start, I had to start taking these fucking clothes off. So then I started dancing in Vegas and yeah, oh, I just, damn. I needed faster money, you know? And then I feel like in, I worked for Deja Vu. And I okay. feel like in that company, if you're like a waitress that makes money, 
and they find out that you're a dancer, they're like, oh, she just makes money because she's actually a dancer. Like, she's like a pretend waitress. It's really weird. Like, it's especially because, like, I always did pull tricks. Mm, and so, they don't really do that out there, at least not nowadays. They they do, but, I mean, some waitresses are better than others, and I feel like pole was always, like, something that came naturally to me. And so I feel like even when I wasn't dancing, people were like, oh, she's probably, like, a stripper, which is really weird. I don't know. They, like, look yeah. down at you're cheating. You're cheating because you already know how to do it or something like that. Yeah. So I wanted to dance far. I live in L.A., by the way. I wanted to dance far, kind of, in Vegas, so I worked at Sapphire's. Okay. And eventually I quit waitressing, and then I was just dancing at, like, different clubs in L.A. and in Vegas. And then fast forward to the pandemic, you know, OnlyFans all last year that got me by. I definitely took a fat ass pay cut, but I'm still grateful for living very comfortably throughout the mm -hmm. pandemic. And then um, when all that stuff happened with Bella Thorne, did you hear about that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so once I seen that, I was like, oh, nope, got to look at something else. And I've always wanted to be on many bits. I always wanted to be a cam girl, but I'm like, technology is so hard for me. And I would like look at it, even just navigating the site as like a member or whatever. I'm like, I don't, this is so confusing. Like, I just, <laughs> I'll do this. But then, um, long story short, I kind of cut off all my friends and I like bored myself into a new business. Then I found many biz. I just sat there and just tried to figure it out slowly. So yeah. here we are. That's what I've been doing this year. That's crazy. I mean, it's funny with the whole waitress thing because I started off 18 go-go dancing. <gasps> I go-go danced too before that when I was like love, I loved it so much like and that was before I knew that go-go dancers were also considered like a part of the sex work industry like I had no idea hey? yeah like I mean okay it's like a gray line because yeah you're still dancing on stage That's pretty true. much barely clothed for the most That's part true. and you're getting tips or paid for it at the end of the day that's technically you're selling sex a form of sex yeah sex doesn't always mean intercourse people please, oh, no. please understand that people sex does not always mean intercourse 100 percent. did you see my tweet um no one sees my tweets but in case you did it's okay i'm not even no really. i'm I so have, shadow banned i'm, I'm <laughs> so very um irrelevant on social media but it's fine. <laughs> i'm cool in real life i swear <laughs> i tweeted because um i think it was or what is it what's it called it's like one of those, uh, I think it's like Dancer's Locker Room or something. They tweeted oh, okay. something about some, some like used to be porn star bad mouthing a current porn star. And I replied to it and I said, or I retweeted it and I said, sex work is sex work. Sorry, not sorry. There's not one right. that's better, better. than the other. We're all sluts. So stop sluts. Exactly. It's like, like um, you sell your panties, sex work. Findom, sex work. Sex You're work. Anything off, but that is sex oh, work. So exactly. No matter if you hoe or you're selling panties, you it's are the same all under shit. the same umbrella, honey. We're all hoes, so might as well own it. You know Embrace you it. No, seriously. Um, but yeah, so when I was, I would go, go dance. And then um, 
there is this guy that I was with and he basically owned like clubs, like nightclubs and stuff. And so, um, he was like, oh, he's older than me. And so I would go to his he events. Like boyfriend? Uh, yeah, he, he was my boyfriend How and he, I'm so cute. I was like, oh my God, 18 with like a 21, 22 year old and like getting in all these 21 up clubs. Like I was living the life. I was making so much money. I love that. Um, well, what seems like so much money back then. And I would work the door, so I would, like, take the money. But oh, I would dress the door. To the, the door is the most – it's, it's the like – the spot you could ever be. It, no, literally. <laughs> and it's like I would get tips because I would always dress to the theme, and I would have to because people would know that, like, I'm this guy's – we'll call him uh, – we'll call him Bluebird. So okay. I was Bluebird's girl, so everyone knew. So I had to be, like, the top bitch. Like, no other bitch that walk in. Like, I couldn't look bummy, like, not one second. Like, I had to be on all night. Oh, so I'd can... be in the front, and guys would be like, oh, are you dancing tonight? And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm just here to take your money. And I'd be like, damn. I love that even more. I than... love that so much more. And they would tip me sometimes more than they would tip the girls because it was, like, more of, like, the illusion of, you look like you should be on the stage, but you're not. And yeah. I don't understand how you're not on the stage right now, especially like, damn. And I'm like, that's the whole point. I See, want you to think I am when I'm not. That was similar with waitressing too, because we would dress like French maids. And oh, so the dancers would always be mad because we would make, because we would clean the stage. Mm -hmm. I'd be doing pole tricks and twerking and stuff. Yeah. Mad because lots of times customers would make it rain on us more. I mean, even though we had to split it, but still they'd make it rain on us more and they'd get so mad about it. So that's why if they found out that you were actually a dancer, they're like, Oh, well she's, she's actually a dancer. You know what I mean? Like oh trying to hater thing. Yeah. They were like, um, stripper. They were like slut shamers. Oh my goodness. Can I you, mean, how are you going to slut shame someone you know, when you're also doing the same shit? That makes no sense to me. Like, I don't know. It's like there's so many people because when I started back in like 2010, oh my god, a decade ago, holy shit, wow. a little over a decade now because we're in 2021, but back then, back in my day, um, <laughs> it wasn't like, we didn't really have the internet per se, like Instagram wasn't really out exactly at that time yet. Like, it didn't come around to maybe, I think, 2012, 13, maybe? 13 or, yeah. 14, 13, 14, like, very, like, not that long ago. So, a lot of it was navigating through campsites and Twitter. Twitter has always been, like, a sex worker's, well, right. it was. I don't know about now. They are also starting mm -hmm. to act a little weird. But... I would use that all the time to like utilize to try to like post photos to try to get clientele and <laughs> people would like slut shame me. Like I, I went under a different persona back then. I was like Chanel Vixen. Ooh, <laughs> so I like ghetto. It. it was like, it was like literally Chanel was like the typical black girl, like stripper stage name, like yeah. any black girl was like, hi, I'm Chanel. Like, and I was like, hi, I'm Chanel, but let me add Vixen at the end of it. <laughs> but like, they like slut shamed me so much. And I went through that period of like, do I want to do this anymore? Because 
people are calling me a hoe, they're calling me a slut, like, you know, when society kind of turns against you. Yeah. And Bluebird at the time was like, fuck them. If they ain't fucking you, ain't paying your bills, none of it matters. And I was like, all right, you right, bet. Those same bitches that slut shamed me are to this day hitting me up like, hey, girl, um, so I'm trying to like get in the industry. Can you help me out? And I'm like, right. I mean, that's fine. that's fine. But I just feel like I just tweeted about it today. I tweet all the time. I talk to myself. <laughs> I, I tweet to like record my own thoughts. I don't know. <laughs> Your online diary. <laughs> or like I tweet to a uh, screenshot and put it on my Instagram. Sorry. No, it's oh my God, yeah. I still tweet anyways. I did anyways, but I just tweeted today that now I lost my train of thought. What did I tweet about today? I'm talking about, oh, okay. We're talking about, um, how people would like slut shame you. Mm-hmm. I just feel like anywhere. So my whole life I've always been bullied. I feel like lots, a lot of sex workers have this, a similar story, but literally anywhere I go to this day, like, and I was not cute back then. I'm much cuter now. And I still get bullied everywhere I go, like literally everywhere, which is fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings anymore. Like it used to when I was a kid, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like people think that they're going to run me out of the club or run. I'm like, you're not going to run me out anywhere. I'm now you want to make me, you make me want to stay more. Right. And I'm like, not leaving. Point. But, um, when it comes to people wanting to, Sorry, I got a text. Um, like asking you for advice and stuff. It's like people that have bullied me in the club, like so fucking mean to me, like really just trying to run me out of the fucking club. And then literally in my DMs saying, not even like, hey, how are you? It's just this girl said, hey, I'm thinking about starting OnlyFans. How do you do it? I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just freaking let me give you. Let me give you the game. Yeah. Let me know you bullied me. But you're not even trying to at least low-key kiss my ass. Not even to get this info. Right. Like hi. I was like, yeah, the Like, get- yeah, let me give it to you. Sure. Like here you go. Go to onlyfans.com. The game is told and not told. I've had other girls that I don't even know that are like, hey, I see that you cam it. It seems like you do pretty good. Um can I like pay you and you like tell me a few things? And then I'll just like tell them because at least they come correct. Offered. Yeah. You- you're in the game. You fucking know. You yeah, don't know. It was a lot harder. Like, I remember when I first started off, I started off on my free camps. And it was like, <laughs> this was when cam models, <laughs> we had our built-in, like, laptop camera. So not like our Logitech cameras we have now. It was like the laptop built-in camera. Well, that's that what we would... I'm ghetto. I'm ghetto. Right <laughs> like, see, you old school. <laughs> Yeah, we're and we would place laptops like on top of like a table and then we would have like a wall and we would like decorate it with like balloons or like a ribbon or something and then have like one little lamp light that usually is like that standard yellow fluorescent light and like the quality was so bad and that's how we all like started and then once technology started to evolve more and online streaming became more popular then I would notice some girls would have like higher quality cameras. And I'd be like, hey girl, like I was, I stumbled upon your room yesterday. I was wondering like, what camera are you using? And they would never like say anything. It was like that information was, I'm gonna take this to the grave. Like I'm never gonna tell anyone. 
So it took me years to learn and figure out and like <laughs> low-key stalk girls I so I could try to get a glimpse of like, like, oh, like a picture. Screenshot, screenshot. No, literally, like literally. Like, like a mirror behind her, you're like, oh, hold on. Literally. <laughs> and then now though, now in the end days, it's like, there's so many girls and it's so oversaturated that you can't really like keep that information to yourself. And I've realized too, like giving the game out for free isn't going to really ruin my business because you're not me. And even if we do things the exact same way, it'll never be exactly the same. So like, I have no problems with giving girls advice or information for free. As long as like, you're nice. Like if you're a bitch to me or you're fucking rude, I'm not going to give you shit. Like I'm going to purposely ignore you. Like, I, I, I always say I eat with my bitches, not compete with my bitches. But I'm like, if I don't fucking know you, the game is sold and not told. You're going to come up. I'm like very nice, but you were never nice to me. Why would I tell you? Exactly. I feel like from when you first started to now, just in general, like with sex work, I feel like people are, are more open to sharing information or there's a lot more courses and stuff that's like mm-hmm. available. There's a lot more resources available for sure yeah definitely like my friend melrose michael shout out to you mel um she has this business called sex work ceo and Mm -hmm. she's a vet in the business too and she's like a boss bitch like when i say this bitch is like a real boss like like she's my inspiration to like a even really getting this podcast started and like sometimes even like trying to do my life because sometimes I'll be like, I don't want to do shit. She'll be like, bitch, you're too damn talented to not do anything in life. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Sure. Yeah, but like, sometimes I need that. Some, right. But she's, no, like she puts out the game like legitimately in so much detail. Like she'll break down camera equipment, lighting equipment, oh, app, like Facebook apps that you can use, like different resources, like sexworkceo.com. Like it's SW and then CEO. We'll link it in the description, you guys. Yeah, in the description down below. I'm not sponsored at all. I am a brand ambassador, but I am not sponsored. I don't get paid to talk about this at all. I'm not forced to talk about this just as a disclaimer. But, um, but no, seriously though, it gives like, it's so much game. Like it's free game. This is, this is like gold. Like that information is shit that I wish I had access to when I first started. Like new, new day and age, like girls have it so much easier because you literally, you can just Google it. Yeah. It's there for you. For sure. Yeah. My, my, my life coach, um, used to be a stripper too. So I feel like that's why. Oh, obviously I was drawn to her. I never believed in life coaching. I'm like, that sounds like a fucking scam. No dead ass. <laughs> like when I saw you tweeting okay. about a life coach, bitch, you're gonna teach. I was like, can hmm. scam? Like, yeah. do you <laughs> no. need a life coach? <laughs> it does sound. Um, you've never had a life coach before. You don't believe in that? I know it does sound scammy, but <laughs> um, I mean, I like went to her. Like she didn't come find me. She has a podcast, and so I had like a few years ago. I just like had a sh- like a few years of just some rough times, you know? And then there is like this specific period where I like literally long story short, someone that was supposed to be one of my best friends, like robbed me of like everything I had. I literally had like nothing. Just like, I was like emotionally depleted, like 
I had like nothing and I just feel like it's like one of those times where you're like just looking for anything to grasp onto life you know and yeah obviously I'm, I'm not a religious type of gal so um it wouldn't be that. I mean that would be that for some people but I would just like needed some guidance because even just to go to work when you don't have anything it's so hard it's hard to be motivated to go to the club yeah. with that and keep a I, smile on your face and not yeah. come off as like that sad <laughs> bitch yeah, you got to be batty, not sadie, and it's hard when you're batty, not sadie. Yeah, I'm so sad. So I was, like, looking for, I was like, there's got to be some kind of fucking stripper podcast or something that'll hype me up, and then I feel like I, like, binge listened to, like, 10 episodes before work, and I finally had, like, a like a $1,000 night, and I was like, okay, thank God, and I just, like, feel like her podcast and just, just, like, even her free information just changed my mindset so much and I feel like you know mindset's everything once your mindset's there that's it I feel like everything I say this is what I always tell her I'm like I feel like I need to walk around with like disclaimer like disclaimer everything I say is regurgitated from my life coach <laughs> I've like bought all of her courses but anyways her podcast helped me so much and then she asked me to be a guest on her podcast and then I hired her to be my life coach and she just like changed my life like astronomically I went from like having like pretty much nothing and then um going back to having like 10 to 15k months and their courses are very expensive but it came back to me manifold time and time again I just feel like she's in my head all day with just just like positive vibes you know what I mean Mm -hmm. do you feel like a life coach and a therapist are the same or are they different I think it's I think it's similar for okay. sure. And I think uh, people have asked me that before too. They're like, why don't you just get a therapist? I'm like, that could help. But I feel like, I feel like, I don't want to say all, but most therapists probably wouldn't be able to teach from the same place that she is because I feel like we've had like, a, like similar struggles. And even though she's, she's like 24, she's much younger than me, but we've had like similar struggles. And so she's able to teach from that place. And it just like, helps me so much like if I were to tell a therapist like shit like my freaking ex-boyfriend came to the club and was stalking me and did this and that like she'd be like mm-hmm. what? you know yeah when I tell my life coach it's like it just makes more sense and she makes it make sense for me so would you say that a life coach is more like like a sponsor and in that sense I mean like someone that just holds you accountable in life or do you think it's just because she comes from a similar background that you just connected with her, whether if she was a therapist or a life right. coach? Yeah, the second one, for sure. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, I've never done therapy, but I would think <clears throat> kind of the same, like similar. Yeah. As far as like the one-on-ones, because like, okay, so tell me about your childhood. You know, it's kind of like that. But um, just like things that she's able to connect the dots like oh do you know you probably act that way because of this you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. i feel like uh she'll probably be able to connect the dots better than like a square therapist you know and also with that comes like the strategy of like okay let's let's um try to make you more money in the club like just strategy with that or strategy of getting out of the club if you want to and i just feel like it's um like mindset and like diving into childhood traumas and limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and, and um also helping you make more money so i feel like all together is like what i needed 
which Damn. I, I haven't. That doesn't really sound like a scam. Like hearing, hearing, because I've never known anyone personally that have had a life coach, but I've had like a lot of life coaches reach out to me, but it was like, it sounded good. And then they would hit me with like these outrageous packages. And I'm like, yeah, girl, you cost more than a therapist. Like, yeah, no, hmm. sure is very, very expensive. <clears throat> but I like what I got out of that when I was in such a lost place, like I still go back to those things that she has taught me to this day. But mm -hmm. to get out of like when you're in a really dark like headspace it's anything i would have paid any amount of money to get out of that you know what i mean and i yeah. just like, I, f I feel like i always tell her thank you like like frequently because it's like when i think about where i was a few years ago when i had found her to where i am now like the growth from the inside out is like crazy now <clears throat> i always like thank you so much and she's like so you've always been this vibrant bad bitch. You just needed me to bring it back out of you. You know, she's that's like, what I was going to say. Always known that. Like, she's like, it's never me. She's like, it's all you. It just takes me saying something to you and, you know, for me to realize it again. And then you're back. She's like, that's always been there. That's always been you. She's like, that's not me doing it. But she always tells me that every time I say like, I'm like so grateful for you or whatever. And she's like, She's like, I love you're a bad bitch, but just remember, like, that bad bitch is always there. Like, you just need, mm -hmm. it, just need a little something. Just a little day, a little reminder here and there. Because I was going to say, like, like, are you sure it's the life coach that's, like, making you this better person? Or is it, like, something within yourself that's, like, you're like, okay, here I am. Because I can kind of relate. Like, sometimes I'm not, like. I'm a very sad bitch at heart. Like, no lie. I'm, I mean, I told you I'm a Pisces. So, you know, I'm very, very emotional. I'm very always in my feelings. And I have unresolved childhood trauma that is still lingering. But it just takes, like, that right friend or that right person to just remind me, like, you're a badass bitch. Like, you're, like, look from where you were to where you are now. Like, that's not me. You did that. I yeah. just happen to be here to, like, just be your support system. That's totally. really what it is. It's like, well, I'll also tell you that I have like no friends left, so I'll pay for my friends. That's fine. That's, <laughs> that's the first problem. That's the first. <laughs> I canceled all my friends. I'm tired of giving people like en my energy that don't deserve it. I literally canceled everybody. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I have no friends left, so I'm like, yeah, I pay for my friends, my personal trainer, and my life coach. I pay top dollar for my friends. Listen, <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. You know, it'd but be like that. Only, but on a more serious note, um. Yes, she does remind me of things that I already knew or that were already within me. But also going back to like childhood traumas and li limiting beliefs and stuff like that, she really like helps you. She she's always like, "Are you ready to go balls deep? Like get the lube. Like we're going balls deep. Like everything. Like I feel like she really gets to the root of it, and it just really makes more sense because she says that if um. What does she say? If you don't dive into those childhood traumas, it's like your seven-year-old self ruling your life. Like, that's your subconscious mind. Like, everything you do in your life, imagine your seven-year-old self making all these adult decisions for you. And it's so true. Like, I'll give you an example. So, the first thing that she asked me, like, I was like, yes, I just made a $10,000 a month, which I probably made that 
recently before that, but I never tracked my money. So track your money by the hour, whatever. And mm-hmm. then um, she's like, so how many, how many days did you work that month? or this month. And I was like, I worked every day and she was like almost choked on her fucking coffee. She's like, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. She's like, so you can't do that. You have to like make a schedule. You need those days off. I'm like, no. Cause what if like, I, what if I miss out on some money and then yeah, about like my childhood and how like I'm Asian. So I was very sheltered. I, I could never go. I literally could never go anywhere. Like a traditional Asian. Yeah, super traditional. If I went out, it's because I jumped. Are you Filipino? Ooh, nailed it. Yes. Yes. That that was really Okay, so then, yes, I know exactly. Yes, like traditional (laughs) Filipino households are like, yes. Okay. So now you could begin to understand. And so I was telling her like, Yeah, I always had FOMO, like, every time. I was always sad all the time because I literally couldn't even, like, go to the movies or anything. I couldn't Mm -hmm. do nothing. Like, my parents had money, and they took me shopping and bought me things, but I could never go anywhere. And I feel like I was always so sad, and I always had this FOMO. And she's like, do you ever think that maybe, like, you not um, taking days off from work is, like, that same FOMO? And she's like, so you didn't really work hard the months um, previous to this one. And um, it's like you're being the strict parent to yourself because that's what you're used to. And um, mm. and you're, like, punishing yourself by, like, working every day. And it, it's kind of like the same pattern. You know, I was Interesting. Like, I was like, oh. And it was, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. She's like, I fucking promise you, if you make a schedule five days a week, this many hours, she's like, I need you to sh- send me a picture that's saying you like show me what you're doing on your day off that you actually took the day off and she's mm-hmm. like i promise you will make the same amount of money because you'll your mind will be rested like and um you'll go back to work those days and make the same amount of money and i made more money the next month it it's that's, like that's interesting like, like, I, I guess I can, I can see it. Like, I can see, like, the mind needing to rest. It's just, like, how when we work out. Like, I work out seven days a week. Like, I know I need a rest day, but, like, the gym is, like... Therapeutic. It's like a, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I literally am one of those people that fight my demons in the gym. So I don't have, like, days off to rest. But, like, I can understand, like, what the mind... I feel like even if you... Let's well, say you do work body. five days a week right yeah okay those two days you have off your mind is still going to be thinking about the next week that's coming up or like things well, you might have planned so it's like i don't know it's just weird because i'm that type of person where if i'm not working every day i feel like i'm not being productive yeah that's what i told her too but it's funny that you say that she says that you're being like your your strict parents right because like a fomo my mom was like free spirited like i literally had the most <laughs> insane childhood ever she was a single yes. parent yes you guys like mm, you guys- <laughs> like it was great don't get me wrong like it's great memories but it was also like as an adult i'm like i wish my mom cared more almost like i literally had no rules i, I grew up in la so i was like born and raised in la i was like an arts kid, so all my friends were like actors and actresses, so we had like access to like Hollywood parties, like just it was like a crazy, like typical like Hollywood LA kid lifestyle. 
And, but we were also very poor. So I was living like a double life. Like I was the poor kid that lived in the ghetto where people would get shot up and killed. But I was going to like this all white school with like actors and actresses that I see on TV to this day. And it's like, mm, interesting, Hannah Montana life. But I think like, to your point about you being like your overprotective parent, I look at it as I never want to be that broke Mm-hmm. homeless ghetto like kid like lifestyle that I was in like moving from apartment to apartment because right. we were always getting evicted type of situation and that's See, just you know, it's just crazy yeah like, that's just how crazy it ties like, back to your childhood it's so crazy but also but also my it was like a really unhealthy toxic verbally abusive environment and even so well first of all I feel like you're like, I always, it's like the grass is always greener on the other side. I always wish I was you. I see mm. that because kids would be like, damn, you're so lucky. You have all these name brands. I'm like, okay, to wear in my freaking house. Like who cares? But I always wish I was them. Like, damn, your parents don't have money, but I feel like you, you like you have fun. And like, there's so much like love in your home. Like I would trade all of this for that, you know? Mm-hmm. But also she says that this is what, this was all in the first, um, uh, one-on-one session I had with her. My homework was like to do a, I forgot what it's called. It's like that Hawaiian thank you, forgive you. Um, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, but it's like. Like a it, diagram or? Um, some, something like that. It's like, uh, thank you, I love you, sorry, I forgive you or something like that. But it's like mm-hmm. you have to like for, she was like, I want you to write letters to your parents that say that you forgive them even though you're not going to send it to them but just to like let go of that like uh pain i guess Mm -hmm. because she's like a lot of people like i feel like owe you things that you're not going to get but i think you need to like release that pain and forgive them for yourself and so it's like she was just like you know everyone we're all just doing the best we can with what we have at the time so what your mom Mm -hmm. did that's what she thought was that's she did what she could with what she had at the time so it's like yeah really blame them because they all just like were struggling with childhood traumas and stuff like that they are doing the same thing oh definitely it's funny because my mom like a couple maybe a couple months ago she texted me out of the blue and was like was i a good mother to you oh and i and i didn't text her back because like i have a we're we used to be closer but we just drifted away as i like turned 18 basically and i moved out and it's just we had there's like a lot of family like issues in my household mom single parent lived with my grandparents till my grandpa passed away in 2010 and then i have three younger sisters and it's just a very toxic like dynamic so but it was just weird that she had like texted me that because i was like okay this is out of the blue like why are you asking me this but mentally i wasn't ready to go into that headspace and like have the, that deep conversation with her where like like you want to know the truth like i'm gonna tell you the truth but i'm just yeah. not in that headspace but i don't know it's just, that's okay. it's just crazy though that's, it, that's, that's so crazy okay. but you know at least i mean not i mean i don't really know the situation so i'm not defending your mom or anything but i just feel like just knowing that she cares enough to even hear what you have to say is 
so amazing and something to be grateful for, even if it's something small. Because my mother hit me up sometime last year. She always blames me for her whole life, like, because I was a bad kid. Like, my dad cheated oh. her. Everything was my fault. Like, I was a bad kid, and that's why she got divorced. I was. She never looks at... I'm like, oh, I mean, you're not in the relationship. Like, she was like, oh, your dad cheated on me because you're such a bad kid. Everything is always my fault. And then I think somehow, sometimes my parents like to act like parents to try to ruin my life and hire private investigators and stuff. And I think they all, they're fucking psycho. And find out what I'm doing with my life. And they'll find out something about sex work and try to like, kind of like threaten me with it because I only talk to my aunts. They don't even know about my life, but my aunts and my grandma distantly kind of but anyways um but she also hit me up saying in a group chat with my little sister saying oh we need to help your sister as in like it was a sickness like you know how people do that if oh my god yes like actually like we need to help her like she's not okay i'm like no you're not okay you need to go to a psychiatrist because there's something wrong with yes you know what i'm saying (sighs) what i told her was i was like um, I'm almost 30 years old and my sister is in college. So I pretty much raised my sister since she was, or they were in high school. Um, I'm like, it's a little late for you to start trying to be a parent because we're good. So bye. Like, right. It's late to try to start parenting now. I'm like, I'm almost 30 years old. Right. Like it's too late. I'm grown. <laughs> like I've been paying my own bills. Because obviously you are not, you need like 5150 yourself or, uh, for life probably you know what i mean isn't it crazy when like you you're an adult and then you look back at like a childhood trauma like if you really don't release it like i had someone tell me you'll never be able to be the woman that you strive to be if you don't release your inner childhood demons yeah and i'm like but i'm not holding on to that pain like it i'm the type of person like something happens it happens and it's done it's in the past it's over like i don't dwell on it but it's like emotionally subconsciously it's still there because i I think that that especially sex workers i feel like we gotta be a little tougher than the average bitch you know i'm saying exactly say that and be like yeah it's totally in the past and that's what i used to say before my life coach but it's like really diving into it and figuring out what runs your subconscious mind will like it just changes everything in your life because once See, you're- yeah, I ain't trying to do all that because I have a lot of I have a lot of demons. I, it's a lot. And I I, I spend a lot of time. So I buy a, a lot. I I bought I think every single one of her courses that she's ever come up with, but she's always adding to it. But it's a lot of like videos and then like worksheets. It's like okay, write mm-hmm. out this. Mm-hmm. Like just just find out so much about yourself through them, and I feel like that's what you know keeps me positive for the most part and just like Mm -hmm. it in life so i feel like it's so important i recommend (sighs) you it's scary so she always says this in her podcast with me and she's always like get the lube because we're about to go 10 inches deep we're about to go balls (laughs) because it's like oh yeah it's super she's always like it's not sexy but you got to do it yeah stuff like that and i feel like i just feel like and i just feel so much better like, like, I'm sure, like, you probably do have, like, this relief almost because you don't, you don't realize something is holding you down until you get rid of it. And then you're like, oh, like, 
wow, like it's like if I binge eat fast food and like junk food all the time and I don't work out and then I start eating healthy and I work out, I'm like, wow, like I can breathe better. Like my body feels better. It's yeah. like, a, like a release. But it's like for me, I'm so good at suppressing anything tragic that happens that nope. I literally yeah. have like 26 years because I'm going to be 30. So yeah, because the first like negative thing that ever happened to me, I was four. So I have 26 years of consistent bad tragedies happen that I have suppressed that if someone's like, all right, we're about to go balls deep. Let me unlock you. I don't know if I would mentally handle it. Like, I think I would end up 5150 in a nut house. Like, I think I would totally crack. I feel like with anything in life, like it's got to be your idea. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, kind of like in a different way when I feel like it's different when someone checks themselves into rehab versus if people tell you to go, it's, it's different right. when you want to do it. Like if she would have approached me in the DMs trying to sell me something, I'd be like, but that's a <laughs> bitch. Never. Like, why, why do I want to do that? I don't want to go in my childhood. That, that was the scariest thing ever. You know? <laughs> but I feel like when I like wanted to do it, it's a different, well, the different energy put uh, that you put into it is there and what you get out of, out of it is going to be I mean what what you want it to be yeah <laughs> I mean I'm a like I journal oh I love journaling journaling is my freaking thing. I love it so much I haven't like journaled Let me get my as much this month because oh. it's like I like the prompts are so deep that like mentally I'm just not in that headspace and I don't want to have to like go back and really think about how I felt or I feel about a certain situation. So I stopped journaling and then I started to rejournal again here and there. But now I just almost use my journal as like a diary. Like if I'm feeling some type of way a day, I'll just write it down. And if I'm not feeling anything that day that I feel like I need to write down or vent vent to someone about, then I just won't do it. Like, I don't pressure myself to write in it daily anymore. But there were some prompts that, like, I was like, bruh, I can't can't think about this shit. Like, it's just too much. Like, it's just, it's it's not something that I want to have to relive or, like, think about. And I would stop. So it's like, if I have a hard time writing in my yeah. digital planner yeah someone like trying to for not force it but like help bring it out of you so that way you can heal from it it just traumatizes me like oh, yeah. i just am Scary. so terrified yeah it, so everything i feel like everything is uh, it sounds like that but everything is not it's always like only if i want to do it so our courses are always like in modules and at the beginning, she's always like, if something feels, like, too scary, don't do it. Go to a different one or don't do it. Like, mm, okay. she's like, you're not being graded on it. You don't have to do it. She's like, this is whatever, this is your course. You make it whatever you want to do. She's like, if one section you resonate with and you feel like watching over and over, I've, like, watched one video, like, a hundred times because it just, like, I don't know. I just, like, resonate. It just, like, helped me so much listening to it. Yeah. And then some, yeah. You don't have to do like anything you don't want to do because then you're never going to want to do any of that inner work. You know what I mean? Everything True. that I do is I have all of our courses and I feel like I've like taken sections from each one when I resonate with it at the time. That you know makes sense. Mean? Have you ever seen this journal? The five oh, minute. Oh yeah. The five minute journal. Yeah. I have that digitally. 
Oh, I don't like digital because I feel like it's um, I feel like it's more therapeutic when I write things down. But this is my fave just because I feel like it's just so easy and like. It's you know, quick. It literally is a five minute journal. Literally five minutes. Literally, yeah. Like makes you say yourself affirmations and just. Mm -hmm. I swear. I know it sounds crazy. I know I sound crazy half the time, but it's fine because sometimes the crazy works out for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it out. But I freaking swear this journal is magic because I feel like anything I've manifested and put in this That's journal mm -hmm. comes into freaking fruition. Some things I'll tell you after, but okay. I don't know. I put like, do you have an Amazon wish list? Uh, damn, not for like a long ass time. I used to oh. like in the early career. Okay. So I always, I don't know anything I'm like grateful for things. Like I have like all, all like my letters from my fans and stuff. And I oh yeah. 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 I still have those from, yeah. When I first like early started yeah. in my camp. Yeah. yeah so I, I thought I was the only one I kept them, but like, I always, I always keep them. Cause I just think it's like so sweet. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes they write some really sweet things in there or just like letters from like other people mm -hmm. and just like other little things i'll like write down and put in there i fucking swear i manifest them to a t and it is so freaking wild magic is real if you believe in it so might as well believe in it just believe in it and it'll be real. magic is definitely real um and that can be a whole nother the deep long conversation but it is definitely real i do feel like what you put into the universe is what you will receive so i try to put positivity into the universe so i can receive positivity back um sorry but um your shirt is tripping me out those um those shirts always trip me out because it's like oh it's like <laughs> get things it like looks I really love that, especially because we're just talking about <laughs> gratitude. Right? Oh my God. <gasps> no, it said that, but I did not even notice that. that. Was, I didn't, I didn't even know what it said. I was just talking about how it, it looks like you're wearing a chain, but that was really wild. But you guys saw that? You saw that? That, was that is so crazy. And it's we were just talking about magic is real. If you believe that was, <laughs> that was fucking wild. <laughs> that is crazy. And it's literally. A T-Mobile Tuesday T-shirt. So, like on the back. Uh, so you know the cell phone carrier T-Mobile. Yeah, yeah. It they like if you ha I have AT and T, but my friend has T-Mobile, and he gave me the shirt because I was like, hey, can I like keep this shirt? And he was like, yeah, I never wear it. And it literally says T-Mobile Tuesdays on the back. What is like a free like they give? Like yeah, like give you. Okay. Yeah, like T-Mobile is actually really cool. Like they're low key. And only in this aspect are they better than AT&T, but they give their customers, like, free stuff on, like, certain days. Like, on Sundays, I think. I when I walk in AT&T ever. Dude, they don't give us anything. They AT&T is so dry. Like, we don't get any, like, even if you've been a customer with them for years, like, they don't give you any type of loyalty. They're like, listen. I'm like, I have two iPhones with you guys. Can you, um... Throw me a little something. Throw me a bow. Right, a little something. I love that you're on a fit journey, by the way. Same. Honestly, fitness is like, I've, sh I feel like I have, okay, let's get real for a minute. I feel like I have like an undiagnosed eating disorder. Oh, same. And I say this. Dude. Wait, can I ask I you how old you are? You I'm 29. I'll be 30 in March. Same. Oh, wait, not March. I'm old. But November, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You knew that. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yep, Dirty 30 coming up soon. Um, geez, yeah, like seven months away now. I'm like, how did it happen? Where did this where did all this go year off? is like this year went by so fast like i can't believe we're already like middle of august like basically end of august like and i feel like august just started literally literally <laughs> anyway. but um my whole life even as like a young kid like i fluctuated with my weight so much um i feel like a lot of that animals you know yes it's really good okay I felt like a lot of it was because of me, like, being an L.A., like, bred girl mm-hmm. that, like, that society and the stereotypes really played with, like, my mental health. Wow. And I wanted to be a model since I could remember. Like, before I was ever, like, 18, like, 14, 15, like, I always knew I wanted to be a model. But I was too short to do runway. And I was too thick to do catalog and print. Uh-huh. And that always made me feel like, okay, then I'm just not good enough to do anything at all in life. And it <laughs> Look sucks. at you now. <laughs> I know, right? Look at me now. <laughs> but I was really skinny then. And I remember what really made me kind of feel like my body mattered most to life was when basically we're like, we would love to work with you, but like your boobs aren't big enough. So but they did not. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, so I don't have big boobs, so I can't work with this company. Damn, they may never want to fucking work with me now. I'll do this. <laughs> but whatever. They they don't even work with yeah. whatever. Like, who cares? It's fine. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I always struggled with that. And then, so I, I went from being, like, really skinny to then gaining a shit ton of weight super fast and being, like, over 200 pounds. But, like, then I would lose weight and I'd be like good size and I would just constantly gain because I binge eat. Like I'm not like, I don't, I'm like the other, like people hear ED and they think, but you're not anorexic. Like ED goes on both sides. Oh, yeah, like totally. it's not just one way. And so lately I was like, I have to get my, my life together. Like my family suffers from heart disease. I'm black, so we already have high blood pressure. Like, that's just something that is genetically, don't quote me, people, but, like, it's something that runs in, like, black people really, like, common. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, if I might die from, like, a heart attack if I'm not careful. And so I started working out mainly at first because of being in the industry, and I got tired of posting pictures or videos And I just looked like the fat person out of, like, all my friends. And it discouraged me from wanting to, like, keep making videos and stay current and, like, up to date. And then it became more about, like, me. And it became, like, this lifestyle that I needed to look good for myself. And it makes me feel, like, super healthy and super strong. And seeing, like, the progress that I make, it makes me happy. And it's less about the industry and more about, like, myself. But, like... I love that for me because love that I'm me. such a people person mm-hmm. that I do. My life is to like serve others and I always put myself last. So this is the first time in my life where I feel like I'm actually putting myself first and like worrying about my needs and taking care of me first and then taking care of everyone else around me in life. It's but it's a struggle because I love to eat. Oh my God. Same. I love to eat. I love to eat. Oof. Same. I'm, I'm like... 
a fat kid at heart for sure. I kind of have a similar story. So my sister was telling me, my sister's non-binary, so that's why I'm saying they, by the way, because I feel like everyone's like, oh, you have to. No, I figured, yeah. Um, So they're saying, you know, it's kind of where we grew up and the time period you grew up in. And I was like, what do you mean? And they said, um, what are all these random spam? Anyways. Um, Side note, those yeah. these spam callers these days, I don't know what's been yeah. going on, but yeah. they've been super crazy, super aggressive. I know, like, never. I'm like, I got like five right now. I'm like, what is going and on? And it's not spam likely anymore. It's like these like new bots or something <laughs> that are just coming out of the woodwork. So I'm like, why is my phone blowing up? I don't have friends. Like, uh, AT&T, what's going on? shit. <laughs> 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 we get all the free... Um, unwarranted phone calls what the hell <laughs> my sister was like it was the time period you grew up in too i forgot what paris hilton or some celebrity they they were showing me an article that was i forgot like 2000s or something when one of these celebrities i feel like it was paris hilton i could be wrong though was throwing a party and it she said um she was gonna have a scale outside and you had to weigh like a certain amount or some shit like that. What? I was like, that's not a thing. And my sister showed me, I was like, shut the fuck up. And so they were like, yeah, think about the era that you grew up in. You grew up in kind of like a starve yourself versus be healthy era. So my sister said, um, I've always been kind of worried about you because you always kind of have like this eating disorder um, or like not a good relationship with food. You know, Uh I was whatever for so long I, I feel like i've always been a, a little bit chubby or something but not not entirely to where someone would be like she's fat but then mm-hmm. got a little bit older and i got like in this really really dark depression for the first time i think when i was like 18 or 19 and i was like eating my feelings i like wanted to die it was like it was like a really dark scary place in my life and i was just like eating everything and i gained like probably like 20 pounds or thing and i was like the biggest i ever been and then when i realized okay wait maybe i don't want to die i like hit up like <laughs> my cousins that are all into fitness and i was just like i was trying to just eliminate everything out of my life that was not making me happy and so my body was one thing i yeah it was hot all the time it didn't feel good didn't look good you know i was Uh in the industry it didn't help when everybody points out when you fucking gain two pounds oh my god yes that too and so i just like hit up my cousins and i was like hey like i need help like can you help me and they're like yeah so move in with us and we like weigh out all our food when we go to the gym we're fucking dragging your ass out out of bed and i kind of had a falling out with them for something i don't know for whatever reason but to this day, just, like, so grateful for them for, like, showing me how to live a sustainable, healthy lifestyle because I never really fell off completely from, like, what they taught me. Like, they taught me how to work out for the first time. I remember going to the gym with them the first day, and I, like, didn't want to go because I'm, like, I was, like, crying because I'm, like, I don't even look good in, like, a T-shirt. Like, I like my... Right. You know, and then one of... um, Well, he's, like, a, a family friend. I call him my cousin, but he was, like, he's like this six foot tall guy and he was like here wear one of my shirts i'm like no it's embarrassing and he's like there's nothing embarrassing about like trying to improve yourself put this on and you'll feel you'll feel good that way you feel like you know you have room to move or whatever and so he did that and i feel like yeah i lost like 15 pounds within that month but just and it fluctuated 
always since right and i feel like when it did fluctuate when i would gain i feel like some do you ever feel like some months i'm just hungrier this month than the last i don't know why but for whatever reason i'm just fucking hungrier and i'll get kind of a yeah like damn i like kind of gained a little bit of weight and my cousin and this is coming from a guy too which is rarely come from a guy he's like so you're a girl and your hormones have to do with it number one and he's like i was just gonna say that yeah, yeah. And he's like also number two um yeah you're not always gonna look the leanest he's like even fitness models they don't look how they look on stage all the time he's like they look fat like half the time he's like mm-hmm. your weight is just gonna be like that but you can't you just it's just part of it you know but he's just like the important part is to stay consistent and you'll always be good and i feel like i always since then stayed consistent i think um when i started camming and stuff i like stopped going to the gym this year so that's why i started up again but mm-hmm. i never completely like i would never fell back to where i started more instead mm-hmm. because i feel like when it's like a lifestyle change versus like a diet it's like it's just like so different and i feel like yeah, I, I kind of stopped going to the gym because I was always trying to figure out fucking many vids and all that shit. And I feel like when I was, like, stuck there figuring out, I would just, like, not leave the house. So then yeah. I kept up with my routine, but I never, like, completely fell off from, like, like things that I eat. You know what I mean? But I feel, yeah. like, feel like so the – I don't know. Once you start that fitness journey and make it something that is sustainable – I feel like you just feel so good from the inside. Now Now that I'm back in the gym, I got a trainer for the first time in my life, and I just feel, like, really good. See, I, I had a personal trainer a couple of years ago, and uh, he was someone that, like, was, like, known, like, in the people that I knew. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of, like, he's, like, an, like not, I wouldn't call him a social media, like, personal trainer, but, like, he does work with like a lot of IG models mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of before pictures where I was like, okay, they, they aren't just automatically skinny and you're just training them to like build a butt, like right, you right, actually right. help transfer. But I felt like it was a waste and it was pretty expensive. I think I was paying like four or $500 a month and I got more, I get more results when I just train myself than this I did with him for you, you know? Yeah, but, like, for him, it's, like, when I go to the gym, it's usually, like, I need, like, an, an accountability partner, like, just yeah. someone that's, like, there with me. It's, like, a weird mental support system where I don't work out with you, but it's just the fact that I know that, like, you're there type of thing. Yeah. But I'm slowly getting over that, and I'm... People need people. It, exactly. It, it's weird, right? It's, like, I know that I have, like, a codependency um, personality, I think it's a but pe- once again... I think it's a Pisces. I mean, it might be a Pisces thing, yeah. but I think it also goes back to what we're talking about with like childhood trauma. Right, right. Yeah. Like it's like that circle, the beginning. Thing, right? It goes right back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's like something I've been trying to work on, but like, I don't know. Like, for me, 20 pounds makes a huge difference. Like, it's like for some people, 20 pounds, like, isn't really that noticeable. But on me, <laughs> 20 pounds on- it's a lot. Even like 10 pounds. How tall are you? Five four. Okay, see, I'm five foot even. So imagine twenty pounds on me is crazy. 
It's, right. Height definitely plays a difference. There's not for much, sure. nowhere for it to go. Exactly. There's nowhere for it to go. Yeah. And for me, it all, it's like all in my stomach. Like it just Same. sits in my stomach. Like, and then my face, I feel like the face is where yeah, neck and then like super, like it'll get puffy and like chubby, like round yeah. at the bottom. I'll show you um, a comparison, but yeah, keep talking. I, uh, so <laughs> like, I try not to worry about the number on the scale because I'm not like, I hate cardio. I'm more like a weightlifting, like, type of girl. Like, I'll lift weights. If you lived in LA, we would be, <sighs> dude, right? But LA, I just, I don't know, I can't do it anymore. It's, for one, LA is just super overpriced. Two, it's like too many old, unresolved, like, childhood, like, memories. Like My sister feels the same way. My sister will never move back. So I understand. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, and then two, it's like, over like play like i've been there done that like i need something new like if someone was like hey do you want to move to la right now i mean it sounds fun and all but i just feel like or with state or or general area uh yeah it was like so I, it was like the valley oh no like where hollywood you... oh now i live in chicago oh okay cool yeah so i just moved like a few months ago so i yeah, I, I get that. I don't care about like the LA lifestyle. I don't have any friends, obviously, so it doesn't matter to me. But um, exactly, that too. I have like no I friends. Just, <laughs> I don't own pants. I literally, I don't own one pair of pants. I can't yeah. live anywhere else because I don't want to wear clothes. I want to be naked, even if I'm, even when I'm fat, I still want to be naked. <laughs> Listen, naked. If I could live in a nudist community and not feel like I would still be like assaulted i would totally do it because i i don't wear clothes like so i was born in la and then i moved to the bay area when i was to the bay hey the bay um i think it was like 16 17 and then um so that's where i moved from like san francisco area four months ago to chicago now but okay. the weather in Cali, like, you know, I'm, I'm a t-shirt dress type of gal. Like, yeah. that is me. T-shirt dresses with, like, sneakers on. <gasps> Out here, Same. the weather is insane. I know. See, I that, that's the first thing I thought when you said Chicago. First, I thought pizza, and then I thought cold. That's, that's where my head went. It is. Well, here's the thing. It's, like, the humidity is so bad that even it when like it York? pours... It's worse. <laughs> yes. And it's like sticky and it's very like, it's just, um, like why do you, too, it, it's just why too much. You... <laughs> yeah. Like I remember walking my dogs in the pouring rain with like sweatpants, a hoodie, like, cause you know, it's pouring rain and I'm sweating hot. cause it's so yeah. hot. That's so, how I went to New York. I was trying to bring like a coat and my, my best friend at the time was like, Oh no, it's not like cold LA rain. Like, what do you mean? No. It was like, oh, it's like you're taking a hot shower. I'm like, what? Yes. And a like, steamy hot shower, though. Like, yeah, a very I steamy with, like, the doors closed. And, like, you just, there's no type of coldness in the water. And it's, like, almost like you're trying to build a sauna in a small, like, bat. Like, that's literally the best way to describe yeah, it. It is actually disgusting. You see what I'm saying? That's why I stay here. That's so why disgusting. I stay here and pay top dollar. <laughs> Dude, so disgusting. Um... <laughs> But what were we talking about? I totally forgot before we got over Before we got off on a tangent or two, we were talking about... Mm. Weight, right? We were talking about weight loss, and then we are talking about... Oh, I said... Yeah. Oh, you were talking about... Um, you were talking about the trainer. Train oh, yes, 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 the trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, I just feel like I just work myself out better. Like, I don't know. I would love to have like a friend. Okay. Let me not say that because I do have like a very, very few friends that I can actually say are friends. We, but we all live like either seven to eight hours away. Yeah. Sorry, my dogs are going crazy. Either seven, eight hours away or like on a completely different time zone. So it's just like, I have friends that we have to coordinate and stuff, but they're not like people I can be like, hey, you wanna go to the gym with today? Or yeah. you wanna go out and take this class with me? It's like, I do everything all, all on my own. Yeah, see, but that, honestly, that's kind of how, so I feel like working from home and being like so new to computers like in general, because I, I hadn't, I didn't have to use one for so long. And so just sitting here trying to figure out how to edit videos and do all this shit, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go to the gym in a little bit, in a little bit, in a little bit, and like keep saying that. And then I would just like, okay, fuck, it's Thursday, I'll just go on and Monday. Don't make it. And yep. Then, like this circle. And the next thing you know, I probably gained like 10 pounds, which, um, I mean, wasn't like super, super noticeable, but I wasn't feeling comfortable. You know, like, right. And like, I feel like even videos, I'm like, ew, like, I just like look a little, I look a little too thick, you know what I'm saying? So then I yeah. had this trainer and it was really crazy because a year ago, like, uh, like a few weeks ago, I was like on Tuesday, a memory on Instagram came up and I reposted her story that said something about fitness. And at the time she wasn't even, she wasn't even a personal trainer. And then morning I posted, I was like, did I manifest you being my trainer? She was like, that was really crazy. She, she was like, I wasn't even trained. She's like, I didn't even know I was going to be a personal trainer at that time. I was like, what? yeah, because she's just like, so she's like so hot and so beautiful. And I like, I would always watch her stories and like, be like, oh, damn, like, those are some cool workouts that she does. So when she started training, she, her gym is like an hour to an hour and a half from my house, but it will drive. I mean, that's LA life. Everything is like, yeah, it's, a little, it's a little too far, for, but I'll drive there for her but i feel like um she doesn't like not not in a i'm not trying to say it in a bad way but i feel like she doesn't have to like watch me or like train me as closely as i see her train other clients because i have worked out for so long right exactly pay her for the accountability because if i have an appointment with her i gotta have to go pay for it so i gotta go so it's kind of like that and just the gym it's um i don't know if this is all over the country, but it's a self-made training system. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just feel like everyone that goes there is so fucking hot and, like, so hot. on their It shit. was intimidating. That's where yeah. I was when I was but in the Bay. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, my gosh, amazing. But I yeah. just feel like i never been there before, and the second day I was there, I just looked around. I was like, um, do you have to be, like, certified hot to fucking work out? You're like, literally every single person here is hot. They have, like, the cute outfits on and, like, so, I'm like, okay. so Instagram ready. And I would come in looking, like, messy hair, like, maybe, like, a Walmart sports bra and, like, some biker shorts. And then I would look at the bitches around me, and I'd be like, oh, so we got to be camera ready. Like, we a little hot. kind of like it because I'm like, like, yeah, she's like, don't you feel better when you look cute at the gym? I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, so yeah, putting an outfit that like I feel better. I'm like, yeah, I do kind of work out better. And then when she's like recording me for her store, I'm like, okay, my form's got to be right. But I just mm-hmm. feel like being around everyone that's like on their fucking shit. It's like, damn, I wanna, I wanna be like it's that. Different. I feel like even just like paying to be in that environment like hypes me up. I'm like, when I show up and leave there, like I feel like a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, it is top dollar but 
I just feel like even she just, yeah, works on my body, but I feel like her vibe is just. That's, yeah, that's what it is. It's like, my... I don't necessarily need the trainer to train me. I need the trainer to like, I mean, yes, like, obviously, if I'm doing something wrong, like correct my form and like, because I, yeah. I don't want to injure myself. Like, I, I come from an athletic background, so I, I kind of know like the basics and stuff, but like, you know, do like do your job if you see something wrong, but it's more so like the vibe, like the environment, like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but when I'm around other people, it's almost like that competitiveness in me comes out. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I see you squatting 60. Well, I want to squat 80. Like, well, you know, I'm going to be that bad bitch. Like, okay, yeah. well, look at me. And it's like, it sounds so like, What's the word? Not materialistic, but like Vain. egotistical. Okay. Yeah. Vain. There we go. Where yeah. It's like, I just want you to look at me, and, but it helps. It's just, I don't know. It sounds so well, well, I think everybody feels like that because if you think about it, doing home workouts during quarantine versus being in the gym is way fucking different. So it, different. Like, you feed off of other people's energy. And for my gym, there's not, there's not, I feel like there's way more guys than girls there, but they are all smoking fucking hot. So I'm like, don't fucking bitch out on this fucking set. And now you better fucking kill it because you don't Seriously. look it's But I just feel like my other gym is cool. And it's like a variety, like some really young people and some older people and some in between. But I feel like this gym, everyone's like around my age and everyone's super hot and on their shit. I'm like, damn, I want to be super hot and on my shit too. But sometimes like being in that environment too can also kind of be like on the flip side where it's like, I don't look like you yet. And so now I feel intimidated because I might be doing something wrong. And like, I see on TikTok all the time where like people will record other people in the gym like doing that. something oh, wrong. You know, I'm so not about those. I hate those vibes. I, don't like I hate those. So I don't so like much because you know, when I used to see stuff like that and I would show my cousin, I'm like, what if people like back in the day when I first started my fitness journey, I would show him like, what if people think this of me? Like when I try to go by myself and he's like, you want to know what Samantha? There's nothing to make fun of um like when somebody's trying to improve themselves like even if they're doing it wrong at least they're trying so why would exactly them to laugh at them is like you look crazy because like or people making fun of like people that are bigger at the gym it's like oh my god like they're trying to work out like how dare you um make fun of someone that's trying to improve themselves like exactly I'm not about those vibes but on the flip side if like um feeling insecure about being a um, around other people that are where you might want to be. Um, back to my life coach. I'm, I swear I'm not sponsored. I just, yeah. like, and this episode is sponsored by <laughs> Samantha's life coach. No, um, <laughs> she says, um, you got to reframe jealousy into inspiration because when mm. you feel jealous of somebody, that is the universe putting something in front of you that you want and showing what is very possible for you. Because it's like, damn, she's right here in front of me and I want that. It's like, yeah, you could have that too. So use it mm. to like light you the fuck up instead of like being jealous and like making it negative. How about like, damn, I love that for her and I want like, and that could be me. Just like, like, well, how I kind of started talking to you like the video, I didn't even know anyone was gonna see because once again, no one sees my fucking tweets. But mm -hmm. when I made that video, that was like, congratulations, you guys, or whatever. Yeah. It was kind of like that because I got so much negative. I got so many negative 
messages and yeah let's talk about that because like i i loved the, the video for one i was like okay i'm, I'm glad people stop let me redo it because i wasn't wearing makeup because no one <laughs> i know you were like wait hold on i was like wait you were hot as fuck without that though i was like damn like when you tagged me in it i was like oh who is this and i was like wait a second who is this i'm like damn this girl is bad and i was like wait she's talking about me like she tags me in this <laughs> like i'm like I mean, I'm sad you didn't win, but I'm also kind of glad because then it, like, sparked you to, like, make that video. And then, like, that's how we, like, connected. So, I mean, it's weird how the world works. We need but... right now, actually. But, yeah, it is. Everything <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. But I just got, yeah, I got a lot of negative messages from, like, other producers or models and, like, my fans. And I feel like the messages from my fans were, like, a little bit kind of in, I'm not mad at them. I love them for, like being my ride or die yeah, your ride or die is literally but yeah. I but it's like I kind of made that video too like I don't want them saying anything that makes like I feel like it represents me especially like in like the Findom world like my slaves if you guys are saying stuff like that it's kind of like I'm an advocate for that like I don't promote that you know what I'm saying so I was telling them okay. like you guys in their defense though because yeah. okay so they have not your fans the platform they do like typically there is usually the same people that always win and this year the community like the whole vibe was off like yeah, normally I, I had no idea what was going on i was yeah like the whole vibe was off like the protest was necessary like it, it needed to be done um even like the top models on the platform even they were like yo like we need a change like so, like there needs like you guys need to listen and hear us so i completely understand where they were coming from like even when they're like oh in every single category it's the same people that win i was like hold up Skirt. i've only won twice so i totally get where your fans were coming from because it's true it is 99 percent of the time the same people win every time every time but it's also them just having your back too where they're like totally yo like what the hell and then it's also too where it's like i i really don't know how they choose their winners out of the top five sometimes i feel like it's like a random generator i feel or like sometimes or i feel like or they might pick like they have a favorite yeah or i feel like they somebody that or I feel like sometimes they might even go off of pictures that looks good on their page or something like that. Right, because sometimes the like the categories that win, I'm like that. Ha your photo, your entry had nothing to do with that category. Right. Like, yeah. how did you win this category when your entry doesn't match the category? Like, right, that makes no sense. Um, so like I I I feel them and like I have their back, but I also get where you are coming from. Where it's like, well, hey, like that's it's about. I addressed that in the video, too. I was like, I love you guys. I'm not mad at you guys. Like, right. I I really, that's what I think I said in the end. I was, But it was, like, three parts. I don't know if anyone's seen all three. I watched all three. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, I feel like it's all, I'm like, whatever. I didn't know anyone's going to see anything. <laughs> no, I get zero views. <laughs> the one not wearing makeup. And the only one video I'm wearing, no, everybody. I'm like, perfect. Of course. Love that for me. But anyways, I said it, like, it, I, towards the end, I was just like, I love you guys. Like, thank you guys for supporting me so hard. Like, and I'm so new to this. And, like, I wouldn't have come, like, this far and this fast without you guys. Like, I appreciate uh -huh. you guys. But I need you to go congratulate the other models because that's not my, like, my vibe is, like, 
good vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got to celebrate everybody just like yourself. And so to be mad about me not winning is, you know, you got to be happy for the next person because eventually it's going to be my turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like when people are saying that, like, they pick the same people, I just started in February. The first contest I entered was the Valentine's contest, and I won that contest, and I was like, holy fucking... Yeah, I thought you were, like, on the platform. Like, I thought you had been on it. I just started... So in- I was surprised that you I just had started. Dark video. I, I was camming on my shitty MacBook Air with, like, the shittiest quality, and then... People were like, why don't you make videos? I'm like, I don't really know how to do that. Then I did one, and it was, like, shitty quality. And then I had one video, entered the Valentine's contest, and got best pick. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I was tripping out. I was like, is this real life? Like, this is not <laughs> life right now. I was like, and I was like, ah, I fucking won. And then um, I, like, really, I was like, I, I don't know. That was really crazy to me. And then a few months after that, they to do mv live takeover and i did like a mm-hmm. i was like you guys picked me like i can't like every time that it's like that i'm like i can't believe you picked me and then they picked yeah. me again um a few weeks or like last week actually for another mv live takeover so i feel like i mean i don't really know as much as you guys do but i'm like i just started in february and i i feel like they picked me for a few things so it can't be true all together but I yeah but but either way Either way, I just wanted everybody to be celebrated because I feel like everybody, you know, worked hard. So I feel like I'm like, let's not do being mad about me not winning doesn't help me make me win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it no, just, I get it. I feel like I want to, I don't know, just like good vibes out there. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, I don't know. And I, I'm really happy that I made that video, even though I wasn't wearing any makeup. <laughs> because Listen, you looked like, hot. Like I met you and I, um, a few other girls, so that was pretty cool because I feel like I didn't really know anybody, even like in It's thing. hard to like meet people in the industry before like the whole panorama that's going on. We had conventions, and so you would yeah. kind of meet people at like conventions and be like, "Hey, who's going to like?" exotica or something and then like people that you would like talk to on twitter yeah like i've been to avians i've been to exotica um for a few years i want to go to avians 2022 like because it's always in january but i'm just afraid with how like the world is still going Mm -hmm. because like when you go to avians everyone gets sick it's just so many people like really wait is that vegas or yeah that one's vegas yeah yeah and now with like this going on, like I'm vaccinated and everything, but as we know, being vaccinated now yeah. doesn't even mean yeah. anything. But two, I haven't been around a large crowd of people in like since like 2019. So I'm also like really anxious about that. Yeah. I w- and it's also a very expensive trip too that like, I just, I don't know, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I would like I would like to meet you eventually in real life. Yes, but I, I'm always in Cali. Well, except for the last four months, but like I do travel quite a bit when it's safe. I'm just happy that I have some um, internet friends in the industry because I like really, I don't know. I'm like, how do you meet people? Even it's hard. What I do, I just kind of like. Okay, this this is okay. This is how I've met met like a lot of my internet friends. All like 
follow them and then like I'll comment on some pictures and I'll be like oh girl you look cute here and then like once we kind of have like that liking each other's photos back and forth here and there I'll like slide in the dms and I'll be like hey like if you're ever down to like hang anytime like if I'm in your area or you're in my area like here's my number and then it kind of goes from there where it's like all right, we have each other's numbers. And then it's just kind of like if the opportunity arises, then I'll kind of like try to like make my move. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like. him creepy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, I feel like you do because I feel like I don't know how to do it without sounding like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's like weird because it's like, like, I'm like, oh my God, you're so hot. Like, you're so cute. Like, that's usually yeah. like my intro. Like, but I'm not like lying. Like, I think like. You're like a cute or beautiful person. I mean, and that, but that's like my pickup line almost. Like, <laughs> you know. And then from there, I just kind of, it, it just, I just take it by the flow and and, and see where it goes. And never usually done. it'll work out. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Like making internet friends is like weird. But but then I'm more awkward in real life. Oh, like, I, I won't go <laughs> so awkward in real life. Like I, I get nervous. See, because I've been bullied my whole life, and usually by girls, I, like, would never do that, because I just, like, girls usually hate me. Like, they they always hate me, and so I would never do that, because I just feel like, I, girls hate me without even meeting me. It's really crazy, because I'm like, dang, if you were to be my friend, I'm, like, a really nice person and a really good friend, so that sucks, because you're missing out on some good times, you guys. But um, Seriously, it's because I have RBF, and, like, people but, have told me that uh, resting bitch face Oh, I love that because it's cheaper because you don't have to buy Botox and shit. No, seriously. I have all the emotions. It's very expensive. <laughs> Listen, people thought, people think that I'm such like a stuck up bitch just because of like, I guess how my face, like face is sometimes when I'm just like zoned out or like to myself. But then when they get to know me, they're like, wow, I thought you were going to be a bitch, but you're actually a really nice person. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I get that all the time, but thanks. Like, it's just so weird because you just never know with people and, like, their demeanors and stuff like that, especially in this industry Mm -hmm. when you have beautiful women, but then you also have your selling sex. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you have finances involved. Right. And when money gets involved, it can get very, very tricky. Well, very fast. Well, you're... um caveman instincts come out because it's like survivor you know what i'm saying this mm-hmm. when you have all your necessities then you could act calmly you know but yeah but it's the opposite for me because i was friends with a bouncer from one of the clubs i worked at in orange county mm-hmm. and he said he's like you know i think people are like kind of scared of you or like don't they like don't understand you i'm like that's fine i don't care i'm used to not having friends in the club i never right. the club, even though i'm the nicest but i'm like it's fine i'm used to it but he's like i think people just strip out because i'll be like oh my gosh you're so pretty like i really love but he says that people think i'm being sarcastic and i'm like trying to be a bitch and he's like i think it's hard for people to understand how like sweet you really are that they, they don't know how to take it so I'll be like, and then like, when you're a beautiful really- woman on top of it, when you're a beautiful woman on top of it and you're and you're nice, they think that you have like bad intentions almost. It's like you can't yeah. be beautiful, be nice, have a good heart and a good personality. It's like it just doesn't work. To, like people can't comprehend that. And I'm like, that's weird because really sad. What is 
what does beauty have anything to do with your heart? You know, like I know some of the most drop dead gorgeous girls ever, but they're so ugly because their soul and their heart is disgusting. Yeah, like because when I got to know him, he was like, "Oh, he's like that's why you're you're so pretty and you're nice because you were bullied your whole life." I'm like, "Right." I'm like, "I still am." Clearly. Right. Clearly, I'm, I'm bullied like, even more now than I was then. <laughs> than before, but I don't know. I don't know. I just keep being nice. I, and people just, I don't know. I mean, there are some great people in the industry for sure. Um, that, are, I mean, I can I can send you some, like, links too. You can slide in their DMs. They're such good, like, they have such good hearts open supportive like personally professionally um i will say one person the the i feel like i feel like i say th thank you to him all the time gene claude is the one he reached oh my god yes he him. got that i was so sad that she got out of top five at the last he minute did. i seen that too i was like wait oh what did that happen because i feel like he was like three and then i was like wait hold on yes what? the last day he got booted yeah. out at the last minute and i, I was so I, sad i don't know i thought he had that in the bag for sure but damn same but shout out to him because when going back to when i had that one video and then won the valentine's contest I was just like, oh, that's probably it. That, that, that was cool. That's probably going to be the end of the road for me. Because <laughs> I'm just like, right. my rank was like freaking like 30,000. I was like, ha, yeah, I'm never going to make it to the top. I'm like, that's impossible. And then he reached out to me. He was like, hey, um, something like, i seen your video, one video. <laughs> He's like, mm -hmm. like, you have some great potential. Is there like something you don't understand about the site? I'm like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, I don't know. Not really. I didn't even know what to ask in order right i didn't even know what questions to ask and i kind of felt like a little bit like triggered by it because i'm like I, it was like a sensitive it's, it's a sensitive subject for me because i suck at technology so when he was asking mm -hmm. me that i was kind of like i felt attacked i'm like why stop asking me like, no it's just trying so to be cool. open yeah and, like I, helpful no totally i knew he was being helpful but i was like don't ask me like <laughs> childhood traumas it's like that my technology insecurities is like that i'm like don't ask me i don't want to talk about it you know so he was trust like, me never, you'll learn real quick you never post on mv social i was like i don't really know what to post he's like it's kind of like twitter he's like so he was like giving me tips and stuff i was like mm -hmm. oh thank you so much I, and then i feel like he kept checking up on me he's like hey so like when are you gonna put out more videos i'm like i don't know i like don't really know how to do it and he was just like i don't know i feel like he like pushed me and to a point where it was kind of like, stop pressuring me. I felt <laughs> like telling him, like, I suck. I'm never going to be anything. So just, like, stop asking me. You're wasting your time. You know? But I, he's, like, so freaking sweet and, like, just kept, like, checking up on me. He's like, hey, I see your sales are... I feel like he's been my hype man this whole time. Oh, that's like, so sweet. Because he was like, I feel like women, women of color don't get any... Or like it's harder for them to come up in this industry, and he's like, "I want to do as much as you can." Like, I'll repost him. Like, there's nothing to repost. I wanted to cry when he was messaging me because I was like, I, "This is so nice," but I felt like you're wasting your time because I'm like not gonna be anything in, the, in this industry. So just stop, just stop, you know? No. Like, kept like reposting me, and he's like, "I see your rank going up. I see your sales going up." And then when I when I got to the one k, I was like, "Holy shit!" One single digit k. Right. Oh, one, I'm fucking, mm -hmm. I'm famous, you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's it we're done but then listen then i just started selling a bunch of customs and he's like you're killing it just like i feel like he's been my hype man this whole time shout out to prince gene because i freaking swear i wouldn't be 
right here in the industry. And then he's I told, so sweet. I told him that too. I was like, I wouldn't be like, I'm not even like you guys are, but I'm like the progress I've made since my shitty, um, MacBook air webcaming is like it's just i've come so far since february so that's why even getting nominated for awards i'm like are you fucking kidding me dude like if you do like how much i don't understand computers that was so amazing to me so that was such a win for me already but when i told him thank you for like i feel like all my progress was because you pushed me and he was like nope he was like you've always kind of was you he was like you he said you've always been a uh what did he say? You've always been a badass. I just had to let you know that you could be a badass on many vids too. I was like, mm-hmm. wow. He's like, yep. the badass. I'm like, you know what? You're kind of right. Cause I use like in the club and stuff like that. But he's like, I just had to let you know you could be a badass here too. I was like, amazing. Yep. Mic drop. That's- the way I take online, I take, I, I always, okay, this is how I do it. Especially if I like, if I'm filming a video or something, I go, if I was go-go dancing... I sprinkles. I do weird things like this. You're fine. I was like, what are you eating? And then I was like, oh, it's sprinkles. <laughs> um, I was like, how... If I was go-go dancing, just... I, I put myself, like, in that, like, persona. I'm like, okay, it's the same thing, but it's just... There's a camera. Sometimes it can be hard because... Oh, my God, there's, like, a flight I got at my house. Oh, my gosh. I just... The when sp- I went like this, a, like... A, why or something got in my room too. I was like, dude, what the hell is that? Dude. <laughs> that was really um, so, anyways, um, so like it, it's what I learned because it's very difficult talking to yourself because mm-hmm. you're just, it's you, you're normally by yourself and then there's a camera and you have to imagine that camera is a real life person mm-hmm. and that can be very difficult sometimes. I've always wanted to be like a YouTuber and stuff. So like, this well, is you so are. weird. You are now. Currently, you are. Currently, I am. Um, but I'll like talk. Okay, I'm not crazy. No one, please, no one commit me. Say that all so, like, I'll talk to myself <laughs> to like practice. Like, even like for the podcast, like I'll be in the shower and I'll like practice my intro. I'll be like, what's up everybody or like i don't know like weird things and then like i'm like no i don't like how that sounds like it's just like so i can like almost have in the back of my head where it sounds natural when i say it out loud versus doing it for the first time and it's in front of a camera and i have to perform and it sounds like awkward it sounds forced so i just put myself in that persona like i'll put some music on and i'll like get myself pumped and then I'll just act like I'm an actress. Like I act like I'm on a Hollywood set or I'm like live on stage, go, go dancing. And it like, it'll switch in my brain. Like it just switches. And then it makes me feel like there's a room full of people and then I can perform better. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's what works for me. And then there, there are, there are times where like I'm like, or what, or both. Like when you're, you mean when you're filming or when you're on live, is that what you're talking about? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Like both. Yeah. Especially online, like live, it can be harder, like when you're trying to build that like fan base and then you're in a room where you're live, but there's no one in there, but you have to look entertaining for people to want to go in there. <laughs> that's, that, that's when it's the hardest because it's like no one's in here, but no one's going to click in here if I look bored and dead. So what the fuck am I going to do where like I'm not just sitting here having a little conversation with myself and people can see there's no one talking back to me. Go, go dance, dance, put some music on. Like I used to have my pole up. Oh, you're dance on the pole. Front of my pole, actually. 
Oh, in front of my pole. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Mm -hmm. But when there is people, even when there's just guests on there, I always think that the guests are fake that might even try to hook <laughs> you up. But I'm like, you guys probably aren't even here, but I'm always like, um, uh, or even if there is like three people on there, I'm like, you guys are very quiet today. I'm like, uh, well, you came to the right place because I got lots of stuff. I'm like, you want to know what happened to me? <laughs> yep. And sometimes people are like, you're hella funny, but I'll just be like, I'm like, do you want some? I'm like, I'm going to eat my dinner with you. I'm like, do you want some? Dude, yes. You came to the right place because I have so much to say. I'm like, okay, so let me tell you this one time, and I'll just fucking tell them stories, and they're like, you're a trip. I'm like, I know. Dude, <laughs> yes. I low-key miss camming because, like, it was just so much fun. Like, I used to have, like, do so it? many, like, fun, creative ideas. Yeah, I, I canned. That's how I started. Like, I went from go-go dancing and, like, being in the club to uh, camming, and then... <laughs> And from there, I just kind of evolved from camming to, like, clips. I just kind of, like, started evolving with, like, what was new and, like, the new hype thing from there. And, like, just the way that my life and schedule is, it's hard for me to keep a consistent cam schedule that, like, it just wouldn't work for me. Like, just realistically, a cam schedule wouldn't work. But, like, it can be fun, especially if you have, like, a crowd, too. Like, you can do so many fun things. I used to do... um like DJ, like someone can tip for me to DJ. You DJ? Oh my god, you're so yeah. I can't DJ, girl. I would like, like I would have um, what's it called, Audacity, mm -hmm. and I would like copy and paste different oh songs like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like I would have them tip me to like rap, and because like I want, I thought I was a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a rapper. Um, so like just fun shit like that. Like, so I love the industry because. You can do so many different things and you make it what you want to do and you're not forced to do something you don't want to do because there's yeah. an avenue for everyone in any lane. I feel like especially in the online world and I feel like although this is still a huge pay cut, I'm definitely not making six figures like it was in the club, but I feel like eventually it will be that. Yeah. Um. I feel like I just like it better because I feel like it's less draining because I'm not dealing with all different kinds of energies directly. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it just, it just cuts the bullying aspect of it out. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously it's still possible, but not as frequent. And I just feel like I feel better in that way. I feel like it's my own energy, my own space. I just feel like a lot more calm and I feel like I outgrew the club and this is like, more for me and i feel like there's more longevity in it i'll get better at it we're we're getting i mean it comes with time like i mean the fact that you've only been in it for less than a year like you've only been in it, what you said since february so that's like five months like i am so surprised because oh yeah like people that just join they their quality and like their presence and just like their overall brand doesn't look as cohesive and um professional like yours does so i thought you had yeah like i thought you had been doing this that's why we were like i started in february i was like wait february um like 2019 2020 you're like this year i was like oh my gosh and i make customs for people and i like tell and they write me five star review i'm like and i always say thank you so much for like choosing me to you know, create this back, yeah. especially me being so new when there's so much more like reputable, like number one, there was like models that have like 
like right. a thousand videos and I have that are making yeah. six figures. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm like, thank you for choosing me to like, especially me being so new and like, I didn't even know you were new. I'm like, well, did you not see how many freaking videos I have? But they're like, oh, I just thought you were on a different site or something. I'm like, you, mm-hmm. thought, you thought I was like been doing this? I'm like, stop. Yeah. You have that, like, just that, I use the word vibe a lot because I really go off of like vibe and energy. Like, you know, I love the vibe. Yeah, like 100%. <laughs> so that's why when I was like looking at your profile, I was just like, ain't no way she just been doing this since February. Like, ain't no way. <laughs> Don't. Like freaking queen herself. Did you get your crown yet? I'm like dying. No, not yet. I have my one from last year. It's, I think it's gonna be the same one though. But right there, I I like the crown. Is, you want to see it? I like really like. Okay. That's why I kept saying I can't wait to see your guys' freaking crown. Love it. Hold on. Okay, so I know this... I your emails, by the way, because they still never came through. So I wonder... Really? I don't know. Yeah, they never... Is it in your spam, maybe? Oh. Oh, my freaking gosh. Okay, so what was this one for? Uh, they're this just... one was Beautiful. for um, social picture of the year. What does that mean? Like your um, like your it's, Twitter uh, or something like that? Um, yeah, so basically I did, um, I did like this photo shoot called melanin goddess and it was I, uh <laughs> like really i really love that thank you thank you and then the photo that i posted um i entered that in and it was supposed to be like most creative social like pic- picture of the okay. year for like the social feed okay and then i just happened to win oh my gosh that crown is i feel like i would like not want to take it it's just like so beautiful i just like love anything like glitter glitter obviously it's just like <gasps> i'm like dying to see yes. your new crowns that is, is i feel like i would never take it off it looks just so amazing honestly it's so nice i'm so oh my God, i'm so fucking pissed off because hey when i moved here there i had like a company Something- something fell off of it yeah and it like cracked and i told them when they were packing it i was like listen this is a irreplaceable item like i will i'll take it with me like i'll put it in my car and they're like no no we package everything very well no bitch when i tell you when i freaking unloaded this for one it was in my boxes with my kitchen supplies when it was supposed to be in my art room i'm freaking and it was on the bottom so there's like a few jewels that are missing and get this get this get this get this they said if anything is ever damaged that there's insurance on it and it'll be replaceable so i told them what the value of it was and all that stuff and how it was packaged and they were like well actually uh, they said that you packaged this. And I was like, how am I going to package one item out of my entire old house? That makes no sense. I would have just taken the car like I originally wanted to do anyway. I would, exactly. Like, I knew I should have, but like. That's, it's, mean, that's like in Mean Girls when she wins um, Spring Fling Queen or whatever. And, oh, yeah. And they're like. Oh, and she's like, it's plastic. And I'm like, I mean, this is like. It is like plastic. I mean, okay, but I, mean I don't care. It's it like is... the meaning behind it is freaking... exactly. I exactly. Love, I love it. Hey, you want to see my um? Oh, it wasn't a junk folder. 
I, it was? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Because I'm like, okay. you send it? Well, that's good to know then that okay, they send it to, to the junk. Or something, right? To where it doesn't. I, I think I have to do something on my end. Okay. You want to see before? Okay. So this is, this, I filmed this. I'm not going to show you the whole video, but just like look at my face. Before, the, I filmed this the day, the morning of my first training session with my new personal trainer. Can you can you see my phone's so dirty? Yeah, face. Okay. 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 And then this one I filmed like last last week. Let's fast forward to it. Can you see the difference in my face? Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see the difference. I, I mean, it's not much, but I can see a difference. Such a difference. I deleted the other video because I was like, I hate it because. <laughs> I'm like, it'd be like that. Deleting one of my twelve videos, which I'm, I'm redoing. It. I'm gonna redo it. But yeah, oh, amazing, man! I wish that you lived Ugh. in LA because we would be we would be the bestest friends. Honestly, I, yes. Like, honestly, like I feel like then too. I'm also such a like, I'm not a flaker, but like I'll make plans and I'll be like in that moment, like yeah, I'm totally fucking down. And then when it comes time to it, I'm like, I hope this person cancels on me and like can't do it anymore because like I don't know, I get this weird social right. anxiety. That's not that's not being a ranker. That's called being an adult. It <laughs> <laughs> feels like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm like I said that when I was drunk. Okay, now I'm tired as fuck. Dude, cancel. I think it feels like honestly. And then too, it's like with my birth control, it's really hard for me to like know what my mood is gonna be in that moment because like my birth control really, really like messes with my hormones See, so that, bad. That's when I got. That's when I gained weight. Birth control, I can't take it. Made me crazy. Made me batshit crazy. Couldn't do it. Listen, birth control. Mm mm is the devil the devil but it is my life Why? like i will never get off of it i i mean i'd rather have my i'd rather like genetically ruin my body than accidentally get stuck with an unplanned pregnancy i feel like i'm not fertile because i'm such a part of your I, i'll just say it I, I said it there i said it my birth control is i call it it's spray and pray <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor you? <laughs> Hell no! Hell no! Sponsored by spray and control. Spray and <laughs> bruh. With my luck, mm -mm, it won't work for me. Mm -mm, I ain't doing it. I am not doing that. Hell no! Oh my, no. my fans, like, my OnlyFans have been with me a little bit longer than many minutes because I've been on there for two years. But um, they laugh every time I say that. I'm like, yeah, spray and pray, baby. Spray and pray. Cause you oh, my gosh. Birth control worked for me when I took the pills is that I gained so much fucking weight that nobody wanted to have sex with me because I was not feeling myself. I'm like, that's how it, that's how it worked for me. Was, birth control is trash. <laughs> I've literally tried every option or most options um, except yeah. for, like, IUD because there's just something about me like knowing that there's like this form of copper or whatever it is like just in my vagina i don't know it just like it weirds me out i have the implant which is like the little stick in the arm now but 
I've did the pills. I've done the shot. I've done the patch. I've done the Nuva ring. No, I, um, and like, I was like, nope, spray and pray is where it's at for me. Cause that baby, dude, it, they it, all had like their it was crazy. cons too. Yeah. It's so crazy. And like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just would rather like, I'd rather be mentally unstable and hormonal and moody. And I know I'm probably not going to be fertile because of like all the chemicals that have been pumping in my body since I was like 12, 13. Yeah. See, I tried it consistently I'm at age 28 and it made me absolutely insane and I'll never do it. It took me like so long to get, I only took it for like a few weeks and to, I feel like get it out of my system was like, I was in that crazy dark space in my head. It was a really crazy see they say yeah. women are crazy but you want to pump us with all these motherfuckers is, fuck you like no. literally i feel like if i never did birth control i probably wouldn't be crazy i probably wouldn't have depression yeah anxiety i wouldn't have any of this but then i'm like i don't know who i am without it because like i said i've been on it since i was like 13 12 that <laughs> it would be weird to know like that's literally that's like half my life like totally. that i've been consistently on birth control and so it's fucked up my de- oh man my dogs are like killing each other right now i'm sure it's probably echoing <laughs> i can hear it but i oh okay good um if one of them dies fuck <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> um but like it genetically like it fucks with you so bad that's why like when people were like oh are you gonna get the vaccine i was like listen i've been on birth control my whole like half of my life i'm not afraid of getting more drugs pumped in my body because i don't know what the fuck kind of drugs have been pumped in my body for this birth control like the fact that you can stop someone from having a period that genetically i'm supposed to naturally have every month obviously you're doing something that's suppressing it which you know it just feels, yeah. it's just a weird thing but like like i said I'd rather be fucking crazy, mentally unstable, emotionally nuts, depression, anxiety, than accidentally have a baby. Spray and pray, baby. Spray. <laughs> Manifest that um you know, that method of birth control has been working for me this whole time. So I'm just banking on them. Such a fucking party girl. Thank you for partying. Thank you to my younger self for partying since I was freaking 15 years old. I'm banking. Listen. I'm glad it works for you, baby girl, but uh, knock, I knock, ain't taking no risk. This is even real. Yeah. What do I knock? Knock, knock, on, knock on wood. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I think I've just gotten pretty lucky so far, but I can't do it. You're a strong woman. I'm not that strong. I'm a weak bitch because I can't take birth control. <laughs> Listen, I've been thoughting and boughting since I was oh, really a young age. That. So... Sorry, mom, if you ever listen to this. I'm sure you probably won't, but just in case. Or my sisters. That's who I should be apologizing to. Okay. Or my sisters. Um, yeah, your sister, she was a hoe. It's okay. Big hoe. Big time like hoe. We all need a little hoe phase. Slut, slutty McSlut slut. We're sluts and we own it, though. Listen, I'm a lazy slut now. I'm tired. Tired. <laughs> tired. <laughs> I was such a hoe that there was this guy, Bluebird, and he lived this is about an hour. Huh? It's like your first love. Yeah. Yeah. You your eye. Like, it's like, oh, Bluebird. Ew, did my eyes, like, do, like, a weird thing? 
I'm like, ooh, I'm like, I know that twinkle. That's like love. Ew, that's oh. fucking cheesy. <laughs> Watch Ew. It. You, it did get a little glisten in my eye when I said that. <laughs> Ew, my eyes are glistened. Ew. <laughs> Not that like, ill, like he's a bad guy. It's just like, like I feel like a simp. Like I'm on some simp shit. Like oh, blue lord. Okay. Um. Anyways, he lives like an hour from me, and so we were just like in that stage where like you're talking, but you're not like officially anything, but like you're like fucking and like you know it's like that weird. Like, I don't like that gray area where it's like almost yeah, it's like because it's like exactly easy or not. I don't know. <laughs> Literally, so there were like guys in my city that like I would use <laughs> to like go to dinner with and like go out with like get rides from and then when it came down to like obviously they're guys so they're like all right i just took this bitch out to a nice ass dinner like i'm trying to take her back to my crib i would act super sick and be like oh my god i don't feel so good and like get out of like basically fucking them and like i would just use them so i would trick these guys to be like yo i need you to drive me an hour away to go to my homie's house and they'd be like oh i bet and they were literally taking me to go to the dude that I was like fucking, we've all been, and they had no idea, <laughs> and they would like dap him up, like "What's good, bro? Like, how you doing? <laughs> all right, cool." And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll text you when I need you to come pick me up if I need a ride." And they'd be like, "I," right. and I'll give them like a like half-ass hug, like hella like rude, like I'd be so rude, yeah, I'd be disrespectful to these dumbass dudes, and they would still fuck around with me, and I'm like, I don't give you any pussy. I don't kiss you. Like, I literally treat you like shit. They and like yet, them, you're... Though. They like yeah. it. They like it. Like, that, they do. They but do like, that's how I used to get around. Like, if I wanted dinner, I hit up this guy. If I need a ride, I hit up this guy. Yeah. If, I, if my friends wanted to eat, like, I hit up this guy. And, like, I never... Like, that's the funny part. People think, like, oh, you were such a hoe. And I'm like, I wasn't, though, because I didn't really give them pussy. Yeah, okay. just let people think whatever they want to think. People used to you, you think whatever you want, but I know where my pussy's been, so. Right, and I will say that it have, it have been. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it have been oh my gosh. It definitely, I mean, I, I know what I know because of what I done done. Right. But. <laughs> I love that about you. Jeez, yes, dude. I have such a crazy life. Ugh. Since chaotic madness. <laughs> chaotic madness. We could talk for days. I feel like we have I more. can. It's like uh who I forgot who it was, but they were like, Oh yeah, you're starting a podcast. I can totally see that because you can talk forever. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess maybe because I don't have people like I don't have friends, so like all this like fence up like You're like, I have so many stories to tell. Can I tell you all of them right? Stay. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Perfect. That's how kind of how my podcast was too, but you know, I had a falling out. But it was you fun. should totally start another podcast. I kind of want because it was called Glitter in the Guys. Oh, and because usually I'm the only girl in a group of guy friends, but it was with my mm-hmm. friend and then one of our other friends. And then he will probably never be allowed to listen to this, anyways. But I hooked him up with one of my other good homegirls that was one of my best friends too and i told him like we like share the brain we like always said same thing i was like i never had best friend like him before we really just knew each other like that Mm -hmm. and i said hey 
are you ready for the last first date for the rest of your life? And he was like, yeah. And he like really believed me. Cause he's like, I know that you don't just, I don't just make shit up. Like I don't just talk right. to my ass. And so, yeah, they just got married recently, but, but like, oh, shit. After, so this was like last, this time last year, actually exactly this time last year. Um, a month after they met, she kind of like, I don't know the exact story, but like he's not allowed to be my friend anymore which is like really freaking sad that like i've never cried over a guy breakup ever but that that best friend breakup was like it's different really that because it's like i lost two of my good friends and i felt like i got stabbed in the fucking back i was like damn no good deed goes unpunished you see what i'm saying like cancel cancel everybody so then i canceled everyone that in our group of friends because not because i hate them but because it hurt my feelings to it hurt my feelings to, like, see their stories with them going out with my these two people that used to be, like, going to their exactly. relationship party. And you're not there. And I'm not there, and I used to always be there. It hurt my feelings. I can't be friends with people that, like, even, they're not doing it to hurt me, but it does hurt my feelings, and I, like, wish yeah. for them always. But I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't be, like, sad all the time, you know? So I just, like, unfollowed everyone, and I don't really hang out with them anymore. But if they hit me up, I'll say hi and stuff, but don't really come around anymore but yeah that was like a blessing in disguise too because then i found my business on many vids because i got so fucking bored i think i got bored i just would go on cam and be like hey you guys want to talk to me (laughs) what's up you guys everything happens for a reason i could everything but i'm like they needed to meet because they truly are soulmates and i'm very happy for them and my time being friends with all them was what i needed at the time right now here we are they served your purpose totally to help you get to the next chapter like you both served the purpose in each other's life he needed you to get introduced to his soulmate and you needed him to have that like know what a true friend should be like but then it helps you to get to the next chapter of where you are now it's just it seems like yeah like things like right like it's just everything like everything happens for a reason i'm a firm believer of that even if it's if it's a negative experience there's a reason why that happened to you and it'll all make sense like later on like it'll be like ah okay back to my life coach i'm not even gonna say her name because it's gonna sound like i'm this bitch her life coach she always says that um everything happens for you not to you Mm. the bad things because all that whole string of three years of bad like i swear i couldn't catch a break this bad thing like back to back yeah back to back and it was like so hard and it was like now like looking back is like i see how everything was for me like mm-hmm. that this happened you know what i'm saying and, and exactly. i'm saying like yeah my time has has to come soon like eventually it's gonna be my turn you know i feel like this year was like really my turn mm-hmm. and i feel like the panorama um also needed to happen for a lot of people too like i mean not saying that the world like we needed a global pandemic but i mean like it got people to stop Mm -hmm. breathe and really take a look at themselves and see what it was that they needed to work on or evaluate um i mean granted i would love for the world to like finally go back to like normancy whenever that'll happen but yeah Everything happens for a reason. Oh, I think it's a pandemic for sure, because I definitely did a lot of, um, like, inner work and self-reflecting and kind of brought me Uh back to life. I feel like quarantine was a fucking party. It was crazy because quarantine, I was not very quarantined at all. 
And then, <laughs> well, because I, like, got out of, like, a really toxic relationship and, like, kind of lost myself. And then I met my best friend and all my friends. I feel like they, like, brought me back to life. And it was, like, one big, gotcha. like, never ended. All 2020 till, you know, he couldn't be my friend anymore. And then I was, like, so sad. And then come around to this year. And I feel like it was, like, okay, meeting them reminded me of who I am and, like, brought my personality back. And then, like, yeah. now that you're back, it's this is for you and it's time to work and this is like what's for you and i just feel like i feel like being an only child for eight years because my sister is yeah we have eight year age gap it was like i feel like i was made to be a solo performer because i'm like i'm so used to talking to my imaginary friends all day i can make custom girl day <laughs> i'm like perfect you tell them. it's easy peasy I swear, people, this is part of the reason why I don't want a life coach or a therapist, because I think they're going to think I'm crazy and, like, put me at a fucking 5150-hole in a mental institution. Like, Sasha, where are you at? Girl, I'm in a mental hospital. I, I went and got me a life coach, and this bitch put me on a 5150-hole. Like, this is why I didn't want to listen to you. I'm like, no, don't listen to me. You have to do whatever you feel called to do. My life coach says, right. like, if you don't feel called to take my course, don't do it. Like, only if you feel... Like if something yeah, right like in you take grabs. it. I don't want you to take it. I'm not gonna say you need it because I don't know if you need it. Like right, right. All to do it. I feel like in life you gotta be an intuitive ass bitch. Yep, exactly. Go with your gut instinct and just like always, always like you know. Like I feel like as a person, there's like a voice in your head, and it tells you like where, like what you should do. And I think nine out of 10 times, like we ignore it. And then we're like, damn, if I would have just like went with my gut instinct, then I would not have made that mistake. But like, I've been learning to just kind of go with my instinct and it's been helping me because I'm like, I won't steer myself wrong. It's outside influences that steers me the wrong path. When I just listen to myself, I'm fucking, I'm on my shit. I'm on my grind. Like I'm the best I can be. But when I start listening to everyone else, yeah, then it's like gets all lost in the mix. Completely. That That's why I said about this year too, like not having any friends this year. I feel like I spent a lot of time doing like a lot of inner work and I was like a hundred percent able to focus on myself. Cause I feel like same with you. I'm like, always trying, like, what can I do to help out my friends? Like, they all, like make uh -huh. music. I'm like, yeah. What can I do? Like, um, you know, I want. I just like want to hype my friends up and help anyone. Exactly. I feel like, yeah. If I was still kicking it with them, I wouldn't be on. I wouldn't be talking to you right now at all. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like everything. You'd really, be out partying. I'd be. I would, because that's what they're. I'd still be out partying. Yep. Imagine that. I wouldn't be sitting here. Different like, chapters in life. I was just telling my friend the other day. I was like. I have outgrown, I think, my party lifestyle. I think there's, like, a small part of me that feels like I miss it, but, like, I partied so much before I was even 18 that, like, Same. I don't really miss it. It's just, like, certain, like, for my dirty 30, like, best believe I'm going to turn up like I'm yes, 20. you fucking bet. Like... Well, um, I also, like I said, partied since I was 15, and people always said, when you're, like, in your late 20s, you're it's, it's going to get old. No, I still party. Did you know I, do you know I just book, um, I get bottle service by myself? <laughs> I'm not joking. I fucking, because I'm such a party. I literally have the best time going out. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you after why it was, at why it's fucking dope. Because the first um, show I wanted to go to, I was like, yeah, fuck everyone else. Because I feel like 
I'd make a little bit more money than my friends and I'd be like, here, I'll put in most of it. Just help with a little bit and then let's all go mm-hmm. home. And then mm-hmm. I tweeted once again, my freaking diary. I was like getting bottle service to see whatever, um, because no one else deserves to be spoiled by me except for me. And I, and I freaking went and it was nearly the, every time I go out by myself, I have the best time. Cause I meet like someone really like important. Like it's really crazy. Mm, after but interesting yeah every time even when i was even when i was um 18 and i went to a rave by myself because my stupid fucking boyfriend she let me went to coachella by by himself with his uh. without me so i was like i'm fucking driving to fresno from la to this rate this random rave and i went there and this is influenced my life i wouldn't be here now if i didn't meet him but i went by myself probably by myself sober and then his photographer took a picture of me and then he was like hey you want to do a show and i was like yeah whatever I took his card but didn't i like threw it away and then yeah. he contacted like the lead gogo and was like hey do you know who this girl is and then she was like oh i actually asked her if she wanted to go this is where my go-go dancing started she's like i actually oh shit. Wanted, if she wanted to go-go dance for our team up here and he was like, oh, really? Like, what's, it was Facebook at the time. He's like, what's her Facebook? And so he contacted uh-huh. me. And he was like, hey, would you want to do a shoot for Hustler Magazine? And I was like, okay. And that was my first photo shoot ever. And when I, Bitch. Sh- when I showed up, I was like, okay, what do I do? He was like, have you never done a shoot before? I was like, no, you didn't ask me. But I was, like, so broke and just, like, just well. I was like, what do I do? And he's, like, this big guy. And he was like, okay, so you're going to go like this. I was like, okay, how do I do it? Like, it was just, like, my first photo shoot ever. But it's, like, that to this date him and i are still really good friends and he does all of my photo shoots my twitter like banner picture he took but mm-hmm. he's like oh, wow you need to start only fans i'm like i don't want to do it i like suck at that and he was like no you need to do it like every like every like to where i am now is like influenced from that moment how crazy is that that is so crazy and the fact that your first photo shoot was with hustler yeah, like crazy like right? you're First photo shoot is with Hustler of all magazines. And I'm Hustler. That doesn't happen. <laughs> I know. That's why it was. That's- it was really crazy because it's like every time someone tries to sabotage me. Okay, you want to go cheat on me and fucking go to Coachella? I'm going to this fucking rape, and now I'm fucking published model. And I was like, bye, see ya. Dude, it goes back to I am a firm <laughs> believer. Everything happens for a reason. So yeah. So yeah, it's crazy because if he didn't take a picture of me, see me as like that go go literally before like the end of the night asked me like, hey, like where do you live? Like, would you want to go go dance? And I was like. I live really far, but yeah, I do. Because <laughs> I never done it before. So I'm like, yeah, I'll freaking drive five hours to, to go go down. Right. I'm like, Fresno was like a good five hours. No, far. And I had like a shitty car and I was really poor, but I like really wanted to do it. So I did it. <laughs> Dude, you know? this is insane. What a life, so right? And then here we are Man. today. I'm talking. And then here we are. Winning. Many Fits model. <laughs> <laughs> on her, um, one of her first podcasts and YouTube episodes. Yes, that is that is very correct and that is very true. Um, I swear, every time you say a mini vids award winning, I'm like, who <laughs> <"Tell> me, <laughs> man? But now I do like appreciate you like being here. It's random as like it, it is, and it worked out. Like this is the internet. This is the new generation. But before we wrap it up, I like to know, like, what is your current song of the month? Like, I love, like, oh. finding new music. Okay, hold on. Oh, I, this is, like, the hardest for me because I feel like it's so much pressure. This song, right? It's <laughs> pressure. It is. 
um, oh, fuck. What is my song of the month? <laughs> oh my and she breaks down, has an anxiety attack. <laughs> oh my God. As, as we talked about childhood trauma and got deep about EDs, <laughs> but you ask her about a song and she's about to have a nervous breakdown. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like playing um, freaking DJ is like such anxiety. Okay, can I do three? Because one is too hard. Okay, okay so- let's see. Okay, so um, the first one is like I discovered that this time last year, actually, coming out of my depression, um, it's called for I like house music or like tech house, mm-hmm. tech house, um, fur by Endor, and then okay. one is I'm a big supporter of my friends. I actually really do love my friends' music. He just released it the other day. It's called You Crazy. Um, you Crazy. His name is Codes or Codes House. And then is, is he on podcasts? I mean, on podcasts on Spotify. Yeah, on all um, platforms. Okay. And then, and then the last one is called "Ticket" by Nate the Rapper with two R's. Nate the Rapper. Okay. And it's called "Ticket." Ticket. Ticket. Tick. It's like "Ticket Ticket," you know. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Alright, okay. Yeah, I love asking people that because I I'm like a huge music, not connoisseur. Oh, that's so far from it. The pressure when someone's such a music person, I'm like, <gasps> I gotta find a really cool. Song. Yeah, I'm like, no, not not. I'm I'm furthest from like a connoisseur. I just love different types of uh, music for sure. But I'm the type of person that like if I hear a song from someone, like I'll low key pull up Shazam and like have Shazam, like, look up what the song is, and then I'll add it on my playlist, and then I'm like, okay, I vibe with this. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> That's what, or what's your song of the month, or your favorite genre? Um, my song what? of the month would probably be um, a song by Logic. Okay. Um, it's called All I Do. Okay. Look at um, that. Adding it to the playlist. I, like, vibe to it when I go to the gym. Like, I don't know, it's just, like, a, there's, like, a hook in it where it, like, I don't know, it's, like, uh... How does it go? It's like all I do is get this money. All I do is grind. It's like it's like something like that. Like the hook is what really catches me. Okay. Um, and it just you know keeps me hype. It just reminds me of like why I'm trying to do everything in my life and like I don't know. I mean, I like Logic in his music for the most part. So okay, cool. Adding it to the gym playlist. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's more of, like, um, for my gym playlist, I play it if, like, I am I just got there and I'm, like, warming up, easing into the workout, or if I'm getting ready to, like, come down from it. It's definitely not in the middle. Like, when I'm lifting, yeah. I don't listen to it. It's, like, okay. either before or after. Okay. Um, that That's kind of, like, the vibe of the song. Okay. Loves it. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. There are uh, technical difficulties, and uh, that's my life. <laughs> our, our, the life of uh, internet um, sensation. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. I was like, I, I was gonna say sensation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, go ahead and um, give us all of your socials as to where everyone can find you. Samantha Lexi on Instagram. Uh, Samantha Lexi on Twitter with two underscores. Many vids is Samantha Lexi. It's you, Samantha Lexi on all of them. And that's L E X I Lexi. Yes. 
Elliot. And I'll also link it down um, below in the description as well. Best. Or wherever you're listening to this at. Appreciate you. Of course. Well, thank you so much for coming. And until next time, you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Bye.